previously on Diceology. Um, <laughs> we are going to find the remaining databases that exist on Hold Moon 4. And, and these are old Empire ones, right? Yes, old Empire databases. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, so you guys have you guys have hired criminals as your escape route um, after you guys get your, your information, and you paid them 300 credits up front, leaving you with... Leaving you with 40 credits, and they also are only doing this with promise of relics, valuables from this old empire ruin. And mm. each of these ships have 11 ri interlocked rings on them, signifying that these are seekers of the 11th saint. And they hop into their ships and they start firing them up and, and asking for uh, permission to leave. The consul boots up and she explains, and she's she's kind of struggling to read this, but she's she's managing. She's like... And recent, um, recent entries, recent entries and, and, uh, miscellaneous that, that, that's what that one is. And, and she points at the other and she's like, uh, this is, this one's not connected to the, to the databases. This one's connected to, this is just a list of other stations. And during that time, there's a crazy cyber attack on the facility that gets reported mm -hmm everywhere every other data outpost everywhere that has data banks of any kind all get hit by a cyber attack because of said cyber attack they can't even mention what was missing i need to know more about how these mechs that they use functioned specifically like i mean i'm trying to find something about what era could be okay so that thing is called an Oryx Restorative Drive. So the Oryx Restorative Drive was a relatively recent uh, improvement that more or less what happens when a mech pilot died in the instant of the death, their personhood was downloaded into this Oryx Restorative Drive, which would then strip that personhood of memories and blend it with the AI of the of the mech. Damn. To okay. make someone new. We should get out of here soon. There was one more section of files. The 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 list, the list of other functioning stations. We should just look at it and go. Okay. Um, what's on it? What are this? Where are the stations? Yeah. So, I'm just curious, real quick, before we do that, how is Juniper feeling? I think right now, like she's kind of in the headspace of like, there is a person here who is hurting, who is going through a lot, and so therefore I am taking on the role of the strong one and the one who's caregiving and so i don't think she's paying like too much attention to like how she feels or her thoughts about this i think the main goal right now is okay we're in a dangerous situation and this person is kind of in crisis <laughs> about her identity mm -hmm. i guess um something like that and we we need to focus in i need to make sure she's okay and we need to get out you know it's very like gonna think about this later <laughs> like right now yeah. like we need to get what we need and get out so that she'll be okay 
I have, a, I have one quick question. What is Juniper's initial thought about that practice, the whole Oryx Drive practice? What's her... Like, I'm curious what she thought of, like, the old Empire and those people, and now if that's changed her opinion of them. Yeah, I think that, like... I think previously she kind of had this idea in her head. Well, and this is what she was taught, too, right? Because, like, her family, like, is claiming that they are the ancestors of this incredible, like the word like these incredible people this incredible time like these heroes mm-hmm. right and so like i think the right. lens like the lens of history that she was taught has been really biased and really glorified like mm-hmm. these people fought valiantly and did so much good and like and just i mean she did i mean that's what she was taught that's what she believed i think and she was always mm-hmm. fascinated by the history and wanting to know more and to some extent i think like from her perspective like oh that was a better time where people were more honest and like maybe like a little bit less corrupt like my family is now and like everything's kind of going to hell you know Um, right and so she's really disappointed and um appalled at the lack of regard for human lives and she's realizing the same shit was happening that long ago you know that's kind of happening now and mm-hmm. the things that she doesn't believe in with her family it's i mean maybe not the exact same situation but like kind of the same ideals and disregard for people is really just disappointing and awful to her yeah yeah so Juniper wanders, not wanders, goes over to the to the, the final chunk of information. And this you can get yourself and just kind of let Aira be. Mm-hmm. Because all it all it does is pull up a, a projection of the Runa system, and you just kind of need to overlay your, your projection with your language over it. There is some description though that I think after a few moments Arab kind of stands up and reads those off for you which is uh sorry let me make sure I get this right because I don't want to get this wrong okay so there are three print pricks of light that uh, indicate that there are still to some greater or lesser extent functioning facilities of some kind I think Aira points out that like you know, there could be more... There's, of course, probably more functioning stuff out there, like she was functioning, but stuff that still kept up this line of communication with this place are these. So there's a po- there's a point on Sonder, which is a church planet. It's covered in ice and snow. Sonder has a relatively untouched research center. Uh, there's a note that... Uh, Aira kind of like reads out in a dull tone for you that it was sealed off before this facility, but there was an indication that someone visited five years ago. Okay. There is another uh, print prick of light on Hold Moon 17. Okay. Uh, which which Aira reads out this like uh, study hall and diagnostic center. Okay. And Hold Moon 17 is another new empire moon. It's a jungle moon mm-hmm. recently colonized. Uh, it's the one that Basil and Olive uh, defended recently. 
Got it. From the corporate alliance. Right. And unsurprisingly, this is probably the one that it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Rennick, ah, uh, yes. which is often called the, the, like, often nicknamed the Ruin World, uh, has a fabrication facility that is untouched. Okay. Do we know what that means? Not really. Okay. And probably the links out to them are dead, so. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure you can save that information onto your own uh, communication navigation device. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I make a note of that, and I'm like, "Thank you, Arab. Let's let's get out of here, okay?" Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm gonna bring that seven to nine mixed success to bear now. Oh, great! That as you turn away, you something else turns on behind you loud enough for you to hear and it's very clearly a sensor situation like like radar and it does like one cycle and then there's a ping and there's another cycle and then there's a bigger ping next to it uh oh okay is this is this like for incoming ships or is this like an alarm system for like oh we're in this building mm-hmm. no Aira's like that's that's reading armed ships incoming without... They don't have authorization. Shit. It's reading his weapons hot. Oh, God. Okay. okay Why would we... someone come here with weapons? I don't know, but we have to get out of here really quickly. Come on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. So you guys go down the, the, down the floor, uh, through past the bunks, and then to the floor that has the, the mechanics bay on it. And... As you're running, I think Aira stops and looks through the window. We should take it. The mech, I mean. I, I know, I don't... Do we have time? It's huge. Juniper, I, think about it. If we go out there, it's going to take so long to climb across, and then we're in a little hover bike, and those look like ships, like real ships. Are you suggesting we use the mech to fight? We don't and even run. know if it's functioning. I don't know, but if we go out there, we're just sitting ducks. <sighs> okay. You know more about this than I do. Let's go. I wish I did. And I think she pries the hermetically sealed door open and just like the stalest air that's ever been <laughs> comes out, right? <sighs> it's not full of dust, certainly, but it is not pleasant. Uh <sighs> It's like the it's like hospital smell that's been sitting there for a thousand years. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Aira looks at the thing and she's like, "You're gonna have to plug me in." Aira, are you sure you're ready for that? I mean, it's it's not worth it. Don't we have a getaway ship coming? They're not gonna be able to meet us in time. We. We'll have to... We need to call them so we can meet them in the air, right? They said they'd do that, right? Yeah, but... Are you sure? No. But what are we supposed to do? We can test our luck on the motorbike. We can hide if we're not in a mech. I don't want to sacrifice your mental health for this. 
I don't know. Uh, I think she's wavering when you start getting a buzz on your communicator. Okay. Who is it? Uh, unidentified. Frequency you don't know. So it's like basically someone's calling me without caller ID. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh... It doesn't matter, like, they're not going to get, like, more information about where I am if I, like, answer it, right? No, if they have your number. I think I'd just, like, answer it. I don't say anything, though. Hello? This is Brother Rome. Who am I speaking with? Uh, I'm going to hang it up. (laughs) I'm going to hang it up and be like, okay, we need to get out of here now. Then put me in the mech. It, okay, was that all a right. seeker? Yes, it's a seeker. At least I think so. I mean, he called himself brother. Then we know he wants to kill you and take me, so put me in the mech. Okay, fine. Let's go. I'm gonna do it. So, I think this is definitely going to be a ancient tech tinkerer move. Yeah, agreed. Because okay. I, while I don't, while I think this is functional enough to work, it is definitely decrepit. And it's missing a leg. <laughs> it's missing a leg. It is not. It is missing most of its armor. Okay. Um. Cool. All right. So, I'm rolling two d six plus my educated bonus, which is plus two. Mm-hmm. Eight. Okay. So, you get to pick one from the list below, which is it won't function long, minutes at most. This is the last time it will this it will ever function. Its function attract or it's a trunk it's a function attracts unwanted attention. I think I'm gonna say this is the last time it will ever function. Okay. Fair. That's super fair. So I think you Aira has weird instinctual knowledge about mechs. So she helps you open the cockpit. Because the last time you really dug into a mech, there was no cockpit that was like blown out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And inside, what are you expecting to see? Um, uh, wait, how big is this thing again? This thing is three stories tall, maybe? Oh, they're dang, big. Okay. Okay. They're big. Got it. Um It's it's very humanoid. So I'll I'll give it a little bit of a description. So it has a head and the chest is where the cockpit where the pilot sits. And this one also has wings uh that uh spread out from its back and it has two long arms and that are maybe just a little bit longer than human arms, not by a lot, but just a little, and a pair, and well, in this case, a leg and a half, more or less. Mm-hmm. And normally they're covered in this like ceramic and that, that's been glazed, mm-hmm. but this one is mostly stripped, so you can see lots more of the metal chassis on the inside, the, the carbon fiber stuff that like forms like the, the, the seal that like keeps it airtight and all that stuff. Okay. So, I'm expecting to see like, um, I guess the inside to be very just mechanical, a lot of wires, a lot of metal stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when you open it, instead there is a, it kind of looks like velvet, like a velveteen. Like, there's no controls, like not a one. Mm-hmm. This kind of velveteen sort of situation with like large brass sort of like rivets in the in the, the, the kind of egg-shaped pod in there. And you do see a space 
for uh, for an Oryx drive to go. You do see that. So is that what I'm hooking Aira up to? Yeah. Okay. To be clear, and Aira probably is like, you're gonna need to take me out of the hollow body too. All right. And like, I imagine you like reach for it and she's like, wait, 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 wait. I just, can I just hold you for a second while I still have something? Um, Juniper nods and takes Aira really tightly into her arms. I think while that happens, you feel like a shake on the whole structure. And like your communicator starts buzzing again. (sighs) Okay. I promise we'll do this again, okay? Okay. Okay. Let's go. And Juniper absolutely hates this. Like she just hates this situation. Right, like it. You have to take these wires out, you know? Mm-hmm. And because of time and speed, there is probably some sort of like ripping sensation to it. Mm-hmm. And you just have to let like the, the robotic body that she's been in like fall to the ground, which does not feel good. Yeah, uh, no. And you plug her in, and you're like, your communicator just keeps buzzing over and over again while you're doing this work. Is there like a put it on silent option? <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like, nope, none of this. It's done nope. with it. Nope, can't concentrate with that. Yeah. Uh, and the moment you do plug Aira in, there's like this like rustling to the whole machine. Like someone just inhaled. You know, like, hmm. like some, like you know how like someone's whole body will move when they take in a really big breath after being underwater. Yeah. Uh, and like some lights start firing up, hmm. and you hear Aira's voice be like, "Get in." Um, I climb in, and is it like, is this? So, am I kind of taking like the role of the pilot here? Like, do I have to kind of fly this thing, or can Aira do it all by herself? We'll get there. It's okay. going to be a little bit of both, for sure. Okay, cool. So you get in, and the cockpit closes with like a, with a hiss and like a locking sensation. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a ambient, slight ambient glow. And there's still no controls or anything, or like a heads-up display or or anything, but from the sides and the ceiling and the floor. What looks like silk, or no, maybe like, sort of like a, like cotton linen scarves descend. Hmm. And they like wrap around like your neck and your arms and your legs and like very comfortably and gently suspend you in space. Like this, this is, like this is a three-story machine, right? So Mm -hmm. this single room is like a, like a walk-in closet size. Like, you're not, like, super, super cramped. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, little embroidery on these scarves that, like, glow. Mm. And you feel a tugging at your mind. Mm. Like when you do dream blood stuff, but there's, like, a mechanical twinge to it, essentially. Huh. It's like these scarves and this machine is doing what you do magically, but with technology. Okay. Like, 
they're trying to pull you in a direction. Okay. I think I'm going to let that happen. Yeah. So it, it feels like falling asleep for a second. Okay. And then you kind of blink. And you're three stories tall and sitting up. And some of these motions are not yours. You know, you can feel Aira. You're very familiar with her mind. Aira mm-hmm. is doing a lot of stuff to get this thing working right now. Got it. You remember when a while ago I said Aira feels a lot like a dream blood in this yep. or like a blooded of any kind? Like she has mm-hmm. capabilities that most people don't. Yeah. You feel those are kicking in right now. She's running shit that you like. She's running a small little gyroscope in the in the ankle hmm. of the foot that you couldn't even think of. It's that thing where your body. It's like she knows how to balance this thing. Like we know how to balance our own bodies. Right. Huh. And she's like, "Can you see all right? Can you hear? Feel?" Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is not what I expected. No, it it feels like I've done this a million times, but I wasn't quite ready either. And she's like still standing up. She's like, what's the plan? And like the whole building shakes again. Get as far away as we can. Should we meet our fixers in the yeah. sky? Yes, yes. Um, I can, can I work on, I can work on contacting them while you get us out of here? Is that how this works? Not quite. I still have to set up a lot. I, this thing hasn't run in a long time. Okay. I'll get all the operating systems I can online. You, you, you call them, set that up, and and we'll we'll go from there. Okay. 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 Um. Hey, Juniper. Yeah. I don't really want it to, but this feels right. I feel like I can help you now. Do you trust me? Of course I trust you, but you've you've been helping me. Not like this. Give me a minute. Okay. And I think she like recedes away from your mind. Uh, and you can feel more stuff turning on, essentially. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to dial the number for our, uh, our fixers. Yeah. So do you like, uh, do you like have to come back into like the pod and be like suspended in the air by these like this fabric again? And, like, reach into your pocket. Like, is this yeah. weird and awkward? Yeah. I'd imagine so. Yeah. So, I think your your phone... Go- phone. Your communicator goes out for a second. Uh, and then... Uh, it takes, like, two or three uh, before... Who did you talk to last time? Merlin? You talked to Merlin. I thought I yeah. talked to Ash, actually. Who knows? Um- <laughs> who can say... Merlin picks up, how about? Okay. And he's like, hey there, Juniper, right? How's our favorite employer? Our you current know, favorite employer. I've been better. When can you meet us? Uh, right away. And you like, I think you can hear him like put down what definitely sounds like a, like a, like a large bottle of, of whiskey or something in the background. Oh my God. Is he drunk flying? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> You don't know how these people work. Awesome. Like, okay. All right, you got some. You got some coordinates for me. Why are you in a hurry? Uh, we're in a hurry because we are being chased. So I need you to be there as soon as possible. I'll send you my location. Um, 
All right, where's a? Is there a good place to land? There's not a lot of those out out outside. We them need dumps. to meet you in the air. You mean? Oh. Okay. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Before before we go though. You uh, got the rest of the payment for us, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> okay, but is it? Because, like, we do have this mech. We do have this mech. One that's never going to work again. And they don't know that. Follow-up question. You want to sell them that? You want to give those people this thing? Maybe part of it. <laughs> <laughs> chop off another leg i don't know but like i feel like i mean in this moment like she really has like no choice because like they need to get away like right now so like whether that's gonna work out or not is gonna be we're gonna cross that bridge when we come to it fair for better you do have to lie you are gonna have to lie about this though (sighs) all right i think this is educated Oh, I'm lying right now. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Eight. Okay. Uh. He's like. All right. All right. Hope it covers the extra of an in-air takeoff with uh, unwanted guests. So, you know, here's hoping for you. See you soon, doll eyes. And he like turns off the thing and you can hear the ship start roaring up. Doll eyes. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to like, I can like kind of control like how, like when I'm like kind of being the mech versus when I'm like just kind of being myself tied to the scarves, right? Like I can kind of go back mm, into that yeah. space. Okay. So I'm going to go back yeah. into that space. Are we good? We're good. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. Do they say anything? Well, there is the small matter of payment, and I kind of told them that we had it. We don't. Well, we don't have a choice right now. We just have to get away. Like, she's, like, looking around with, like, the mech body. She's like, is anything in here valuable? The mech is. Juniper, we can't give them that. Can we give them part of it? Maybe. It's not going to work again. They don't know that. And probably neither do the people who buy it from them. Okay. Okay. I trust you. All right. Okay. So, as you kind of like, as you, you kind of gear up for this, suddenly, like, displays start wafting through mm-hmm. uh your your vision as the as the mech you can like like you see like infrared go by which immediately is just everything's hot so that turns off you know like ultra ultraviolet all of this stuff until you kind of get this you can see what's physically in front of you but then you start being able to note you see two ships circling the tower like they're like outlined in in like light. They're they're a heads up display. They're not really there, but you can sense where they are. Mm-hmm. So, Juniper. Uh, yeah. There's two ships out there. 
I haven't gotten a quite quite a visual on them yet, but I'm almost certain they're seekers. So I know. Can we get away fast enough? That I'm almost certain of. I think it'd be dangerous to let them have this information. Wait, what do you mean? Everything at the top of the tower? You mean it's dangerous for the seekers to have this information? <sighs> we should have destroyed those. <laughs> Um, are they, well, the thing is, like, are they going to the tower or are they going after us? I think they're trying to flush us out. But now they know it's here and they know we've been here. What are you implying? And, like, she raises a fist and, like, clenches it. And an energy blade comes to life. It's, like, I think in proper size it's, you know, 30 feet long. Shit, okay. You know how to fight in this thing, right? Because I don't. You will, I promise. And like with that, I think we f- you can like feel the like the the engines kick on, and the machine like lurch up. Like she grabs the side of the of the um, of the bay to to pull herself up on one leg and like balance for a second, and then she cuts the door open and flies out. So I'm going to give you a new move. Ooh. It is now on your character sheet. Sweet. So this move is called Synchronize. When you blend your mind with a mechs to pilot together as one, share two secrets that you can no longer hide from the other character. One you think they'd like to hear and one you think they might not. For as long as you stay synced, you may replace the stat called for with another move with your combined sync scores to a max of plus six and a minimum of plus two. After the roll, regardless of the outcome, both characters reduce their sync scores with each other by one. If your combine, combined sync scores would drop below a total of two, you become unsynced from one another. You may not synchronize again until the combined scores reach two or greater once again. Cool. I like that. Okay. Okay, so... The, so... Wait, am I rolling so, this? Uh, so we're gonna just talk about what you're gonna do here. So you, so you and Era fly out of this mech bay mm. together into, you know, this like endless eru- volcanic eruptions, right? So there's like black ash in the sky, the occasional like flash of purple lightning. Out from this like black spire ruin, you know. And you guys are in this like torn to hell mech, right? And mm-hmm. there's these two, these two like cobbled together ships. One's like this uh, freighter class with big heavy wings and what looks to be a turret. And the other's like a smaller, much more agile one person craft that are like, have been circling the ruin, trying mm-hmm. to flush you out. And now that you're out, they are, co- they're circling back around to come for you. So right. basically what I will tell you with this mech, what is capable of being done is I think that there is a working energy blade. You can fly, you can hobble because you only have two legs. You're th- three stories tall and you have human ar- humanoid arms so you can grab things, you can do all that kind of stuff. So basically what's happening right now is Aira is running the mech so you can just guide it. But because you're a dream blood and the of because of the way this whole piloting situation works, you know, like you thought maybe there were controls. The old empire was like, nah, 
neural implants. You know, you're just going to sure. think it and it will do it. Right? Oh, dang. Okay. So between your magic and the tech, you and Aira are more or less one thing right now. Which means you, you've been in her mind and she's experienced yours. But you've been able to keep some boundaries. But throw the tech in there and all of this, there's not... There's not a lot of blend boundaries between you two during this period of time, which is why you can't keep things that maybe you wanted to keep secret secret anymore. Makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. So let's do, if you want to do that, you can like try and resist it and we would roll other stats basically. But your guys' sync scores, Aira's sync score with you is three and yours with her is two. So you'd be rolling like plus fives, plus fours for a while, you know, so. Mm-hmm. If I, wait, if I was to resist it. If you're if- to resist it, if you're not to give it, if you don't want to give into that blend completely, you can pilot because you are kind of just running it with your body. You yeah. could, if you're fighting, you'll still be using things like nimble or hardy because this operates as you in a lot of ways still. Okay. And you're kind of understanding why this is so superior to ships. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I can move in 3D space in a way that these can't. Like something about the propulsion system on this thing makes you move in a way that like, you you know, that's not how physics work really. Mm -hmm. Like you're not really having to deal with, you know, things like wind resistance or mass in some degrees this is a very weird piece of tech Uh and also it it respond like you can just be like i want to get out of the way like your body's flight and fight or flight response Mm -hmm. affects this machine right dang okay that's cool as opposed to as opposed to your fight or flight uh response having to be triggered through muscle memory and like oh no i have to flip these three switches and shift the controls you're just like no i'll just move You know, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there is something so natural about it that's terrifying, you know? Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. these ships are coming around. What do you, what do you do? Do you like, you're just like, nope, I'm going to just dream blood this up and Aira and I are just going to be one thing for a minute here. Yeah, I think we're going to dream blood it up. Okay. Um, I don't think she's one to like lean away from magic. (laughs) Really? You're already in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so, you have to share two secrets that no, you can no longer hide from the other character. One you think they'd like to hear and one you think they might not. Okay. So, one secret that I think Aira might like to hear is that Juniper has some pretty significant feelings for her. Mm-hmm. The secret that Aira might not like to hear is that Juniper has some pretty significant fear and doubt about whether or not she and Aira could ever really be together because she has no idea how to like find her a body of her own. Right. Right. On Aira's side, again, I think Juniper would be quite happy to know that Aira Aira's trying to be really cool about it because she actually kind of already acknowledges that side, the 
the fact that she doesn't have a body, she doesn't, she's not really ready for anything right now. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on in Aira's life. So she's been desperately trying to hold back how hard she's falling for Juniper. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's been active resistance. And in some ways, Aira still sucks at resisting that stuff, that sort of thing. Like I, like I think Aira has turned off the speaker on her hollow body in before she could say something that she would not regret, but like is like not ready to say. Yeah. Like very strong words. Um, The one thing that maybe Juniper doesn't want to hear is despite all of this, Aira is crushingly lonely still. Like you can feel it. Mm. She doesn't know anyone else. There's only Juniper. Everybody else is a quick acquaintance who barely believes that they exist, that she's real. And yeah, and she has to stay hidden or people will find her. She is so lonely. Aww. And she was so hopeful about Rosewood. Aww. And to have that ripped away on the day she escaped, for lack of a better term, hurt way more than you expected because she didn't she didn't know rosewood but he felt like a person another person she could know that would be safe for her to know and that's been hard and i think yeah. upon recognizing that juniper juniper feels a very heavy sorrow mm-hmm. it's just a heavy feeling a lot of a lot yeah. all of this is very heavy right right it's really hard when a person you love is in that much pain. Yes. Um, but the blend between you is complete. So what do you want to do these ships that are coming at you? <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> You've shared your feelings so that now you may cut spaceships in half with a robot. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's... Yeah, that's how fighting works. Um... Mech stories are fun. Um... <laughs> right. Um... Okay, so so you said I'm still rolling with my basic stats, essentially, right? Like, I unless just get you more want to, to it. unless you want to replace that stat with a combo of both of your guys' sync. Okay. So your combination of sync right now is a plus five. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. So I would just roll that, and then see what yes. gets us. Okay. Instead of roll, instead of being like, oh, I want to cut this in half, and I'd be like, okay, roll hardy, you know. Which yeah. is a plus two. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. basically leaning into essentially psychic powers and way better technology to win the day. Totally. And like the strength of your personhoods over just raw ability. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So describe to me what, what you guys are doing. Um, so you said there's three of these ships? Two. Two of those there's ships. A, there's a bomber... Not a bomber, a uh, a freighter and a single person fighter. Okay, cool. Um, and they're are they pretty close to each other? Or are they on other yeah, they're flying in, sides of us? Uh, they're flying in formation towards you. Okay, I think like what we're trying to do is just swing the blade to try to like slice through both of them. One big go, huh? Yep. Okay, so you're rolling plus five here yeah 
So basically, we can't fail because even if I you roll two fail. ones, we get a seven. Yeah, you you cannot fail, but your sync scores will both drop by one for doing this. Okay. That's the that's the cost here. Got it. <laughs> well, that's a three, so that's an eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> even with a plus five. Okay. Wow. Yeah, good good thing <laughs> that modifier exists. Good thing that modifier exists, yeah. Okay. So on a seven to nine, the MC will offer you a hard bargain or a cost. Um Okay, I think I, I think this is what happens. So you cut through them both, right? Mm-hmm. And really quickly, like the ships like they start falling, they they come apart, there's it's explosive. Mm-hmm. You've hit fuel tanks, uh, and you see uh, three emergency like escape. Like you see, the people have got they got out. Mm-hmm. Like I think that they got in close, and also they were like opening fire on you, like just. And even even without the ceramic armor, it there the the weapons did very little to this even this rundown machine. Okay. Uh, and so I think that there was probably some understanding between all of them that like, oh, our weapons did nothing. They're raising that sword and just instinctually just like escape hatch, escape hatch, like just bail. We're just going to bail. It. So the ships like, are I destroyed, they, but the people are still there. Yeah. Like I think that they bailed before <laughs> that you even hit the ships properly. Okay. So they've, they're escaping. And to be fair, this is not a happy place to escape to, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. this is not great like i wouldn't put much money i wouldn't bet on them not surviving but i also certainly wouldn't be like they're fine you know yeah but the real problem is i would wager that you and era are emotionally distressed oh yeah i'd put money on emotional distress right now oh yeah so i think you guys didn't think about the the fact that you're gonna get hit with like all of this debris that's still flying at you. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes out one of your wings. Ooh. Yikes. And I, I just, I think it, you get a minus one forward to your next roll to, to mo that involves mobility in any way. Essentially. Okay. Uh, like all I think right. Aira like quickly, like stabilizes you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now this, like you're, you've got like a wing on your right side and only one, like only one leg on your, well, only one leg on your left side and only one ring on your right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking real torn up, I think. Totally. But. Hmm, okay. I think that's when you get a ping, though, of like the ship, the the chimera, the, the ship you hired mm-hmm. coming in. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, are any of their escape pods like super nearby? The oh they didn't have escape pods they have like emergency jetpacks so oh, they're just like oh, oh, okay. so they're just like it, it's the equivalent of a parachute they're just like turning it on a little bit and falling and then turning it on a little bit and like slowly like falling their way down okay are yeah. they like anywhere near the database thing like the facility I mean vaguely but that's also river they're trying not to fall into rivers of lava or an active volcano or a geyser like they're gonna land wherever is safe and that's not and if i I don't remember if i described this well enough but there are four rivers coming out of the the uh right the 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 data outpost so 
Got it. Okay. So I'm going to wager that that is good enough <laughs> and try to get to the chimera. That sounds like a role involving mobility to me. Yes, it does. Because they're, they're sitting right at the edge of the atmosphere, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you have to take this rickety ass thing that is falling apart. That is that era is doing everything she can to keep from shutting down on on you both, and right. get it up almost out of the atmosphere. You almost have to break, break orbit. You know. Right. Okay. So, is this so because I so my uh, sync score with era is now a plus one? Doesn't the move like say that we have to be at like plus two? To use that? No, you need to be you need to be at a total of plus two or more. So you're at a plus three total. Okay, got it. Between the two of you. I okay. Alright. Um I think we should just use it. Right, roll that plus three. Okay. Because you are gonna get a minus one, so this is gonna end up being a plus two. Okay. So what does this look like? Um, so I think it's just like like using all of our focus and concentration just to get this thing to the ship. And I don't mm-hmm. know if like, I don't, I don't know how we're going to like, can this thing like land, land on the ship? Can it? I mean, a freighter is a, can be like, I think the chimera is a quite a big freighter. I think as damaged as this mech is now, it will fit. Not well, but it'll fit. Okay. So we can kind of like launch into. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to roll with lucky or experienced here? Um. Okay. Wait. I already rolled. Should I just use that roll, or should? Or no. I think we should. I don't think. I we were talk. We were still kind of talking about the roll. So. Okay. 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 Whoops. Um. Yeah. Let's do that. It's unclear whether you're learning from mis- your from mistakes or simply surviving them by pure luck. Once per session, you may roll 3d6 and take the higher two dice as your roll. All right. I think this is for sure luck. <laughs> so New experience. 3d6, take the higher two with a plus two at the end of it. Okay. Ten. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so your sync score drops to zero and with Aira and Aira's drops to plus one. Okay. This is taking a lot out of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, I think it probably looks terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like I think we probably get like like so like the the seekers are falling away, right? They're they're doing their little jetpack thing to try and survive. Uh-huh. You know, like don't land in the lava, don't land in the lava. Yeah. Uh and like I bet I bet you guys just gun it, the mech, right? Like we get like this shot from below it. And up until now it's been moving really elegantly with like this like with the energy wings and all this stuff. And, like, this time, like, there's just, like, some sort of crunch, and there's something kind of explosive going on here, and it's just, like, we're just gonna rock it up. Like, it's gonna be Mm, fine. It's less landing Uh, and more crashing. (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, I think we cut into, to Ash and, and Merlin in their ship. They're, like, in the, the cock, they're, they're in the cockpit of the, the Chimera, which is, I'd say it's probably about the size of a football field. It's quite a big ship. Oh, okay. All right. And so they're kind of sitting there, uh, you know, and I think Merlin says like, yep, I've uh, I sent out the, uh, she should be on her way. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're above the, they're above the, the, the cloud of ash and, and thunderstorms that surrounds Hold Moon 4. 
And then, like, they're, like, kind of just, like, looking down because they can see that you're coming closer, right? They're like, okay, so she's going to meet us up here. You know, it's going to be great. And then you guys punch through the clouds mm-hmm. in a mech that is on fire and <laughs> falling apart, right? Sure. And I think Ash's eyes go wide. and He's like, fuck. Uh, and, like, slams a button and, and the uh, the bay doors start opening. And he's just, like, running down there. Mm-hmm. And, and Merlin's like, okay, okay I'll, put it, I'll put it in hover. You know, like, just trying to, like, do everything they can. Uh-huh. And, like, they're shouting, like, move the droids. Move the bots. Like, <laughs> they have stuff in their, in their hold that they don't want crushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you can, like, as you guys are, you come up into inside the thing you can see that these like little these like robots they're just normal like helper robots are like carrying crates and running out of the way as you guys like crash in and probably lose an arm in the other wing Mm -hmm. and like aira like clamps the the last working arm into the bottom of the bay to hold you guys in Uh and she like flips over and like opens the opens the cockpit and she's like juniper you have to get out because, like, the wind's whipping, right? You're up in the upper atmosphere. Wait, but what about you? Just hang on, okay? You first. Okay, I trust you. <laughs> uh, so you climb out, and you can see that uh, that Ash and, and Merlin are kind of, like, they're down some stairs. Like, the rest of the ship is kind of above the bay. Like, I think the ship is mostly, like, a giant cargo bay with, like, stuff on top of it. And you climb out... And I think, I think Ash, who is a, he's really, really pale, like very pale and black eyes and, and black hair like that goes with it. Uh, you've seen people like this before uh, with huge, huge pupils. They're from Rennick because there's never full light oh. on Rennick. So people from Rennick are, who are born and raised there are pale and like their eyes like you can often tell if they're on another planet because they'll they'll be wearing heavy sunglasses all the time even inside or at night mm-hmm. you know but Ash has got a gun on you I think like Juniper feels like a shiver run down her spine like those people have always made her a little uneasy hang on what's the situation with Aira like because I have to like get her out right like is this situation stabilized or is this not a- really not really no like you can okay. see parts of the arm of this mech starting to wrench apart okay so i kind of have to like grab the um the oryx device before this mech yeah. like falls into space Mm-hmm. okay just clarifying that yep. um yep <laughs> okay i think she's just gonna be like Hang on, hang on. There's something I have to grab before this falls. Where's our pay? I'll give it to you in a second. Pay first. Those were seekers down there. I have to grab the mech because it is the pay. Are they smart enough to know that (laughs) even this piece of shit, torn to hell mech is actually valuable? Or do they think you've brought them junk? Should we roll it? Yeah, I think that's just fate. So I'm going to roll it. Okay. So high is is you. Is so ten plus is you. Eleven. Okay. I think I think Merlin, who's got freckled skin and red hair and a really long nose, uh, <laughs> is like, yeah, that's a mech. Yep. Uh huh. And uh, 
and uh, he's like, bots, bots, come on now. And like they're like putting, they put down little crates, and like some of them are carrying like all kinds of stuff, like food or like some valuables. I think one literally has like a rabbit in a cage and like puts it down very gently. Mm-hmm. And and he, and and Merlin, he like snaps his fingers a couple times, and like all these bots come on and they like grab the mech and start like using their like big piston legs to just like one step at a time drag it further in, and then Merlin hits the uh, the button and the bay doors close. And you're safe. Okay. Whew. Thank you. Yeah. Juniper, right? That's Says Merlin. Me. And it's like, Ash, cal- calm down. Calm down, buddy. Calm down, buddy. And Ash, like, puts the gun back in, 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 in his holster and, like, doesn't really say a word, just kind of climbs back up. And he's like, I'm just going to go get the ship started, warmed up, <clears throat> make sure we can st- still go through the jump gate. Christ. Flying mechs bullshit. Like, just like... (laughs) Not what you were expecting? No. uh, Also, to be fair, you could have shown up with 20,000 credits and he would have been pissed, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I mean, I think I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna take Aira back out of the mech. I think he's like, hey, 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 what what are you doing? There's just, there's something that, no, there's something that belongs to me in there. The rest of it's yours, but this is, there's something that belongs to me. Are you trying to convince him that it's, like, not really a mech part, it's just a you thing? Yes. Alright, roll plus soothe, then. (laughs) That's fair. Ten. Cool. It's like, okay, yeah, just... It's our property now, so just come on. <laughs> this is a business arrangement. We're not friends. I understand. I'm just more friendly. I, I, yep. I get it. I appreciate your services. I hope you do. So where are we heading? Got to go give Ash a point. Hmm. Do you want to talk about that with me for a second, as your as <laughs> as the MC? Sure. I mean, like I think. I mean, they really had not planned this far in advance. No, no. I'm I'm inclined to go to one of these places that we found in the databanks, like Sonder. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't really have like a solid reason to go anywhere else right now, right? Like we had, we're not like, okay, we're on a mission to do this. We're, I mean, we need to find Aira like a body, like somehow manufacture that, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll just go over those three places you found again real quick. Yeah, uh, I did take notes on them, so I've got them written down here. So so Sonder um, has an untouched research center, but someone had visited it about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And then Old Moon 17, Jungle Moon, has a study hall and diagnostic center, and then uh, Rennick has a fabrication facility, whatever that may entail. So what sounds good to you? <laughs> like, I kind of want to go to all of them, so I think it's kind of a toss-up, like, what's first, but, like... Um, yeah. I'm kind of inclined to say Sonder, just because I'm interested in whoever was there. Mm-hmm. Fair. But that one's a hard Super one to get fair. to, right? Sonder is... isn't It's not necessarily hard to get to. It's a church-run planet, mm-hmm. so you're not illegal for just stepping, on de- stepping down. What about the uh, other two? Rennick is independent, like Tristful. Mm-hmm. And Hold Moon 17 is a new another new empire. 
Okay, so I think it's I think it makes a lot of sense to avoid hold move seventeen for now. Fair, super fair. But I think the other thing is like, Juniper doesn't want to go anywhere too stressful initially, just because like she wants Aira to have a second to like relax and process what happened and she also wants that so I don't think Rennick is the greatest place to go for that either but I mean also I mean like Sonder not necessarily a trustworthy place but it is like more populated probably they could find a place to rest and recoup right Sonder is populated it's lightly populated though like even less so than Tristful because oh, okay. it's an ice world huh okay so it's like there are very tight knit communities of significance, of meaningful size, but it's not a. You're not going to run into cities with nightclubs and things like that. It's going to be a lot more like Tristful, in that sense. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty similar on Rennick, just because Rennick is such a dangerous place to live, mm-hmm. because of all the old empire ruins and the biomechanical creatures that live in the woods and strange possessions that happen to people there it's not there's just not a lot like people don't move to Rennick that's not a thing people do yeah it's like saying oh I'm gonna move to Chernobyl like what no right (laughs) you only live there if you have no choice period like that's not what people do (laughs) totally totally um Saunders like being like I'm moving to Anchorage you know yeah yeah okay sure I have questions, but you know that's that's, that's a fair. thing people do. You know. Yeah. I want to say Sonder. Okay. Cool. Very cool. So. I think that's just like process of elimination for Juniper. Like, mm-hmm. like she's kind of like her head is fuzzy, but she's got these three places in mind because like maybe there's something useful on them, and like she's just looking at them and she's like, Hold Moon Seventeen, New Empire, no thanks, Renick, that's not safe, Sonder, all right. <laughs> I think Merlin kind of is like, sure, Sonder it is. He kind of squints at you. He's like, you know, it's just about their uh, their winter, right? I know. We'll be all right. You go there. If you're not that, if you're not out in a couple days, you might be there for six months. We'll get in and get out. Okay. Sounds good. And then he like looks over his shoulder at you. And then, like, doesn't say anything. Just, like, giving me a weird look? I think for an audience member, you said Will. You never told him there was another passenger. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, but Juniper doesn't even, like, process that. No. So he he heads up, and you hear him shouting at Ash, like, we're heading to Sonder, and he's like, fuck why? It's where she wants to go. It's so cold. Fine. And like you can see, like we see the the Chimera, which is a which is a sleek new Empire ship. Actually, like it was built by the New Empire. It's like a it's a thing people can buy. It's not like a military ship. Mm-hmm. But unlike uh, corporate alliance ships or church ships, like New Empire ships are super sleek. And mm-hmm. this one's got like this really cool blue, purple, and red uh, tricolored paint job. Cool. Uh, and we see it like warp through the jump gate. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Fire Rants was developed by D. Vincent Baker. 
Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.